that with lighting as well? Do you do you just leave, what do you give the lighting guy, and uh, and do you just leave it entirely to them, or are you quite picky about what you want as far as lights are concerned? Mm. Normally, I wouldn't be uh, even think about how to direct uh, my show for for light reason, but but uh, I learned from from my from my wife. She was always providing a list for a light engineer, a set list, a, a set order. list, set list, and and with all notes, tips, and soon I realized it's a great idea because. I've I've seen a lot, uh, and and then and by sitting in the audience and seeing somebody's show, I can tell how that person was working with a light engineer. You can see the big difference because you can always trust the light engineer, and he will make your your show very very nice with lights. But but uh, they can't guess everything, so it's very good idea to just give them some directions. How much detail do you go into with the lighting person when you're giving them this list? Uh, is it just a few bullet points, or do you go into quite some details to exactly what you want? Performing on cruise ships many years, I know what kind of equipment they have and uh, what what they can do or, or can't. For some things in my show, I do want very specific looks. For example, I might say, well, I'm going to chat downstage, and so I need a chat light, and then I'm gonna, the song's going to start, I'm going to walk over to the piano, so I want the lights to fade slowly to the stool at the piano. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first half of the song, when I'm at the piano, I want them to be, you know, all focused around the piano, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to walk downstage again, and I want to do some, um, you know, slow-moving lights. Right. And so I'll sort of, that sounds quite a lot when I say it, but I put that in bullet points, and it might be sort of five bullet points, just talking them through the sort of gist of the song that I'm going to do. Is that the level of detail that you go into, or is it more than that? Because on some songs, that's quite a specific one, but for some songs, I might just say, this is a bright, lively tune with a, a big ending. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll put. Well, how, how does it compare to how, what, what you give them? Uh, right. Uh, I, I give them three, four, five bullets, like you said. Uh, it um, depends what kind of song do you play, because some songs I play, uh, there's really nothing much to do. It, they just some consistent. You just play, you finish, and you need some big end, some nice light, maybe maybe blackout or something. But but in some songs, particularly, I need to put a lot of details on my list because one song, for example, I play the small instruments called kalimba, and on the beginning I play solo. Band is in the dark, so mm-hmm. they already have one tip to turn off their lights. Mm. Uh, so um, I'll be focus fo- everything downstage yeah. on you. Yeah, so the spotlight is on me. Mm. And, and then, Always. Well, of course, at this <laughs> of point... At this, that's what they're paying for. At this point, it's just spotlight I want to... Yeah, so that's one tip. Then I, I stop playing solo, and then I still have my instrument in my hands. I go to the second part of the song when the musicians... Turn, turn on their lights. Oh, they, they, so you ask the musicians to turn off their, uh, the, their stand lights, stand lights yeah. because you want all the focus to be on you and your instrument at the beginning. Even if the musicians' stand lights are on, that's, that's a little right. distracting. You want the stage to be black except for you and your instrument at the front. That's, that's right. But that's that's just the third list which I provide to musicians. Yeah, of course. Know, yeah, they know what to do. But for a light technician in this case, he has to also bring some lights for them now because they are going to play with, yeah. with me now. So they have to be in light too. And then um, there is a solo during uh, during that song which one of my musicians play, saxophone player particularly, and I want some light. Sometimes they they are able to to put spotlight on on uh, on a certain player. 
which will looks really nice because some people, uh, when they, my audience, when they, uh, they don't really realize what happens sometimes. It's too much for them, and they, they, they watch me and then don't realize that suddenly I don't play, but but the saxophone player does. So we want to put lights on them and focus on on him or or her, and and that's another tip. And on the end of the song, um, I I play um, softer. So also less light, and on the very end, I, I put lots of lights. Mm. So it could be five, six bullets. You know, it depends. That's, it sounds as we talk about it now. It sounds quite involved, doesn't it? And you you sort of put that as sort of five, six, seven bullet points, uh, and that that is quite that's quite a complicated one, relatively, isn't it? As opposed to a, a, a slow ballad where nothing may happen except right. You, you just want to know how ex- the ending is yeah, going to be. It, it depends uh, on songs, whatever song you play. Like I said, one song might be very easy to light because he might just put nice, nice light. Like I play uh, one of my songs is "Fly of the Bumblebee," so he he puts just like a like a yellow spots on stage, and the whole song is just yellow spots moving on stage, and that very easy. Mm. N- nothing, uh, nothing. You have else. to remember that he's got what an hour as well to program the desk and, and to an hour, an hour and a half to program a whole show from beginning to end. It's a lot. It's a big ask, isn't it? So you need to keep it simple. Absolutely, absolutely. So some some songs are, are more complicated, but most of them are easy. Another thing is that I always have uh, my technical requirement, which is which is in my point is very uh, important. Like a little rider, tech like rider. like a tech rider, exactly. Because I play three different instruments, and they require their electronics, so they require power. So I have to tell them uh, what to pro- to provide. Uh, in order to to have smooth rehearsal and then a smooth. You give them this at least the day before your performance, right? I know that soon you're going to be back at home in the United States, where you live with your wife now, touring on land, which mm-hmm. sounds great fun. Mm-hmm. Of course, one of the big differences between performing on land and performing on a cruise ship is that you can't get away from your audience on a cruise ship, right? <laughs> you finish your show and you're going to be living with them and eating with them and chatting to them and sunbathing next to them for probably a week. That's right. How do you cope with that? Do you find that difficult, a challenge? No, not really. I, I never had a situation who, who uh, somebody came to me one time and said, I, I didn't like your show. Mm-hmm. Mostly they say, I like your show, it's always nice to hear it. Um, sometimes if I have a chance, I can ask them what, uh, what else they would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time, they, they, um, if they are more brave, they they give me uh, some advice. Some, some How tips. helpful of them! <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, uh, you'll be surprised. Sometimes they're very very helpful. Uh, recently, uh, one woman actually suggested I should do uh, a song, and I and I and I did it, and I'm doing that all the time now, and and it works. That's so, wonderful. Yeah, it's yes. great that you're open-minded like that. Absolutely, because we don't play for ourselves. We play for our audience. So whatever they want. Um, we, we, we want to give them. So some, sometimes they have very good uh, advices and it's a very glamorous job for us. We, we, we perform and then we have opportunity to, to, to meet our audience later. They for the stars to, for a week. Well, it, it is sort of like, I don't feel like I am a star, but I, 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 I'm so happy to, to talk to people. And, and very uh, another thing is that uh, you might uh, meet very interesting people. Mm. Um, this is this is great about our guest entertainer work that we always meet uh, nice guest entertainers. They're always 
hundred percent. I never met the bad person. It's always interesting. Everybody has a different uh, story, and uh, so it's very interesting to to meet these people. And we tend to look after each other because we're all in the same situation. Most of us are traveling on our own, and That's we just right. want to have fun and and have a nice experience. Exactly. And also with the guests, you you meet often some terrific and interesting guests. And I saw uh, another act performing. And she went into the audience and she said, uh, oh, how many of you here know of Liberace? How many of you saw Liberace perform? Mm -hmm. And this fellow she was standing next to said, I used to produce his shows. That's a nice surprise, right? And that happens quite often. Yeah, it, you never know who you're uh, talking uh, to because uh, yeah, it was a perfect example. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, I think the cruise ship is, is generally... The wonderful um, uh, idea of spending your vacation, and um, for me, it's it's also uh, even if I don't feel this is my vacation because I work here, I still I'm able to talk to uh, different people. It's such a mix sometimes from different countries, and so you meet different cultures, and uh, it's just wonderful. I really really like it. It sounds like you've made a good career choice. Thanks for talking to us today. Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to this Cabaret Secrets podcast. If you've got any comments or questions, please visit cabaretsecrets.com where you'll also find details of the Cabaret Secrets book, an indispensable guide on how to create your own show, travel the world, and get paid to do what you love. <laughs> <laughs>